Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen, along with Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Doing great today, Terry. Doing great today. How are you out there in Vegas? Oh, good, good. The weather feels like springtime, even though we're in the middle of November. It feels like spring here, so we're walking around <laughs> in shorts and uh, T-shirts. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, it's Saturday, November 5th, 2016. Um, welcome to the chat room, Joe from Germany and Ollie J. Welcome, guys. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com, scroll down to interviews, and click on Isaiah's picture that will bring you into the show page. Below that is the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Today, I am excited to be um, to uh, welcome our guest, Isaiah Katumwa. He is calling all the way from Uganda, and where it is 11 p.m. there, his time. Um, his brand new release is called This Is Me, and this is a really nice um, CD. I think you're going to like this one. Isaiah, welcome welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you very much, Terry. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm happy to have you here. Now, um, Isaiah, from everything that I've read, um, on you during my research, you have been credited for turning many people in Uganda into jazz enthusiasts. You're known as the Kenny G of Africa. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, for any other artist, I, I think it's very humble to hear compliments or, or comments from fans or industry. But what I love to do and what I'm trying to do is, is do what I, I do or love to do. Um, and, and yes, I think to the to the credit of of turning many people into jazz is because of my passion and my resilience. We didn't have the culture in Uganda or even the neighborhood of the region, and I, I just had to start somewhere in in terms of uh, making people realize that this is a genre that can be related to from our culture or culture point of view. Now, is it is? Go ahead, Mike. We're probably going to ask the same question. Well, no, I was going to ask him because, you know, I'm, I've read a lot about him as well. And the first thing that caught my eye was that, you know, you were uh, you were self-taught and you didn't have any kind of training at all, but you were given a saxophone by your guardian uh, at a young age. Um, when you mm-hmm. first received that saxophone, uh, what was your reaction? Because you never, you know, you, you weren't experienced to uh, uh, any kind of instrumental music, I, I guess, before then. Yeah, well, as a little kid um, in Africa or in Uganda, um, we didn't, like, you know, we didn't have schools, music schools or music stores. But one time I was watching TV and I saw this little kid who was playing a piano, at, at, I think at the age of five or six, and it fascinated me so much. And the question was, how come in, in, in my environment I don't get to see something like that? So for mm-hmm. me... It was it provoked me to figure out why is that something that I can do that I've not seen someone do, 
and I played uh, a bit of traditional instruments and done a, a bit of singing. So the day I saw a saxophone, when he brought it for me, because he had brought me other instruments to try it out, to try out those instruments, and I was doing well for every instrument he brought me. So this time he brought a saxophone, and I thought, wow, this is complicated. Uh, you know, it was a good challenge for me to uh, provoke me into trying to prove a point that as a child I already, um, you know, got into me. So that was the beginning of it, and I, I didn't allow any limitation of, of thinking that I don't have a teacher to, to, to stop me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the testimony was going to be taken away from me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how did you teach yourself, though? Did you listen to other people play and try to imitate that? Of course. Uh, the, the only way I could, and what was near me and, and so accessible, at least, was the brass band, um, which played in police or the army in order to establish how the saxophone is being held, how is it held, and how do you play it. And um, I had to look at a lot of pictures, and, um, of course, the Internet was not in place, and I didn't have that access. So the first, the beginning of the, the beginning point was to get sound out of it and vary it in relation to the instruments I'd played before. And... Um, in fact, it took me a while to figure out that the saxophone itself was a spoiled saxophone. And, uh, but I had to figure out how to get multiple notes. So, so the day I played a walking saxophone, I realized, oh, the saxophone I was playing all along was spoiled. It was not a good one. So it, it was a point of how do I use the few notes I have learned in order to make sense musically, and and that gradually increased as I as I got more notes to add to to the few that I had. So it was just a a, a unique walk, I must say. Okay, so in addition to um, teaching yourself to play the saxophone, you also had to learn how to read music. Yeah, uh, no, really, music. I as I. As I played more of the instruments I played, every time I got an opportunity to try to understand a little bit of, of reading music, I, I tried to. But I wouldn't say I, I, I read music. I think my reading is way, way below my playing ability. I play by ear predominantly, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So as I said, you... Um, were credited for turning, you know, jazz people, uh, Uganda into jazz enthusiasts, and you're also um, known as the jazz pioneer. Now, I was going to ask, before you started playing um, jazz, were there other, I mean, what type of artists were there playing? Were there, was no one playing jazz at the time? No, no one, we can't say no one, there's nobody playing jazz at that point. All the music that was played was just African dance music, which was uh, okay. influ- predominantly influenced by the, the Congolese, which was a different sound altogether, dominated by the guitars. So it, it was never the word jazz or instrumental music was not used at all. So when you started playing, were you immediately, was, was your music immediately accepted or were they kind of skeptical about it? Oh, no. Uh, the whole idea of, of instrumental music was foreign because even speaking the word jazz mm-hmm. to anyone uh, here meant 
something foreign. It meant it, it's it's for the white people or it's for an American, you know, community or it's it's, it's wow. European. It was something very strange, and it took me a long time to actually make a point that it is it is original music. It is it is something that can uh, can be a style of its own. Okay. So it, it, it was not something that was accepted immediately. In fact, it is my sixth album that was accepted to even get an attention. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I noticed that you um, started off doing some gospel CDs, and then you made the transition into the jazz, and it took five albums before that happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, your new your new CD, This Is Me, um, I really like what you did with this one. Uh, so tell us about that. Thank you. Um, I actually was thinking about as an African and how best to be myself in, in my execution of my music, having the African rhythms in there, but also accepting the musical influence of smooth jazz. Um, in growth, also the fact that our audience had grown to a point we had been exposed to some international uh, really good artists. Um, it had to, had to be a sound that is relatable with uh, internationally. Mm-hmm. And coming from the gospel angle, my challenge was to make sure that my music is not looked at just as gospel or Christian, but good music with an original sound or interpretation to it. So I, I actually call my sound African smooth jazz, if that makes sense. Sure. Yes, definitely. Um, with this new release, This Is Me, I can definitely hear your um, the African influences in there um, as well. So I, I agree. I think so. Now, um, I also read that you have performed in Washington, D.C. and Denver, Colorado. Um, where did you perform in D.C.? Because Mike said in the Baltimore area. Yes, I have performed, I performed there about four, four years ago. Um, and this was playing for embassies where I was invited to perform for a dinner. And one, in fact, there were two functions, and one of which was the, the, the Ugandan embassy celebrating the independence but also inviting different embassies, I think, their the counterparts. And it was a fantastic dinner, which involved many uh, personalities and characters from different parts of the world. And uh, I think for me, the biggest thing was the fact that it was an exposure to my music to, to different people who appreciated it from that angle, and it was really special to me. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. And then your new CD, "This Is Me." You did a CD party in LA in April. Where did you? Uh, where was that held? Uh, I wouldn't remember the place exactly, but it was. Uh, it was also my first time in LA. But it was special, I would say. Um, very few people, and and it was more about uh, trying to open up the. the, the the U.S. market to a sound that maybe uh, may not be accustomed to the usual sound they used to in terms of uh, smooth jazz. 
but the acceptance, the, the you know, the, the, the reception was amazing and uh, really humbling and uh, very encouraging for, for you know to, to have hope, a sense of hope for the future. Mm. Okay. Well, hopefully you get a chance to come back to the states, you know, and uh, promote your CD, promote the new one, This Is Me, and uh, get another yeah, chance to, I'll, yeah, for the people to see you. Yes, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to, to have that opportunity. Um, yeah, and, and also a, a performance you mentioned about Denver, Colorado, where I also have a couple of friends, including Darren Run, a fantastic star there, and who mm-hmm. also did some work on the CD. And uh, and and Chris Lang, who is also very instrumental in my in my in connecting with some of the musicians that I I know in the states and are related to, I have performed some uh, some uh, performances in Denver, Colorado as well, and um, and 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 one of them was really fundraising towards a cause because I'm I'm passionate about young people and and uh, young talent, especially in Africa that doesn't. Have, that may be in a position that I've been in uh, years ago where, uh, you know, you, you don't have opportunities. You, you just know one thing, that maybe I have the talent, but I need the opportunities, mm-hmm. and they're just going to find you somewhere. You need to go out and uh, and be lucky also a little bit to meet somebody who's going to help you. And and that's one of the things that I do personally. So one of the performances that I had in, in Denver, Colorado, was, was regarding that as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, on this new release, This Is Me, some of the titles are in Swahili, so I'm going to um, apologize in advance if I mispronounce um, the names of the tracks. But um, I'm going to to start with track one. Um, It's called Pomoja. Yes, Pomoja. Okay. Together. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's take a listen to that. This is called Pomoja.
from saxophonist Isaiah Katumwa's new release, This Is Me. That was Pomoja. Very nice, Isaiah. I like that one. Thank you. Thank yeah, you that was much. very nice. Yes. Yes. Thank now, you. now, over Thank the you. years you've been playing, have you reached out to any American artists to kind of uh, special guests with you and things like that? Yeah, this is at, this is actually at the point when that is happening, and um, uh, one of the, the, the really uh, crucial uh, guys, of course, two people that are very crucial in my life has been Darren Ron, uh, uh, but Kirk Wallam also uh, for the for the time that I've mm-hmm. been listening to him and admiring him, and I got to meet him last year, and and we just clicked, and we we we're more like brothers right now, and. Uh, he's willing to support me and and also feature on on one of the the some work that we are working on right now, and uh, yeah, it's definitely going to happen uh, uh, sooner. <laughs> sooner, um, we're working on that. Think of working on that seriously. Okay. All Don't right. Good. Yeah. Good. So Darren, Darren worked with you on this is me. Uh, yes, he worked with me on a couple of tracks. He was helping me with the finalizing or get the mixing. He actually worked on that particular track that, uh, uh, that I did, that you just played, Pamoja. Uh, but more of the work that we're talking about doing is, is next year. Right now we're working on it, and um, I'm trying to put together that project. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but... Yeah, so the projection is how much we can do. Of course, this year was more about meeting, um, and this is when I've met, I've got to meet him, and uh, he's a fantastic, and the connection was so natural, um, uh, you know. So we had to just sit down and figure out how 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 can we, what can we do, and and, and I'm glad that they are excited about my work and my perspective and my story, and they're willing to to um, to be of support. So, yeah, definitely something we're working on, yeah. Well, Darren is one of the best producers in the business, so you're definitely in good company with him. Definitely. uh, I've been hearing that. It's not the first time, but when I when I mentioned to Kirk the first time that I'm going to be Darren, I I didn't know that they knew each other. So Mm -hmm. he was just he actually went and said he just asked me, "How do you know Darren?" And and of course, I met Darren through. A great friend of mine, Chris Lang, who is also a sax player, fantastic brother of mine. And there's a long story also with him because he gave me my first working saxophone uh, about 16 years ago when he came to Uganda as a missionary. And I didn't have a, a saxophone. So we kept the relationship, and, and it is just amazing to be that to be uh, the one also to introduce me to Darren and, and with whom we've connected so well. So, yeah, I'm aware of, of, of what a, a blessing it is to have met Darren and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to actually working with him on, on a couple of, of, of stuff. Yes. Oh, good, good. All right. Um, Joe from Germany in the chat room says, I already listened to the whole CD and I love each track. I even turned into Isaiah's radio show right from Uganda and he's a great DJ. Oh, wow. Humbling. <laughs> How did you hear that? Uh, yeah, one of the things that we we've, we've I've done for for the time that I've been um, uh, doing what I do here in Uganda is to try to to promote as much as possible and expose uh, jazz to the community because I know in order to be an effective musician I need to have a following, and mm-hmm. uh, because the culture was not necessarily a jazz kind of culture, 
the point was a question of how do I get people to, to learn about jazz and get to appreciate it so that they will come for my concerts. And among the efforts that I've been trying to work on is to actually establish uh, uh, media channels, of which one of them was uh, I and a couple of friends of mine put together a radio station, a traditional radio station, which also uh, happens to broadcast on, um, on, on the Internet as well as Jazz FM Uganda, but also working with all jazz radio in South Africa, uh, syndicating the show as well. With my test, uh, fusing uh, the, 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 the international smooth jazz, but also some African artists who are very talented that need also an opportunity to be uh, seen. But the main point is to, to get people to, to listen to the music and relate to it. So, uh, yeah, I mean... The radio show is happening, and it's exciting for someone to, to, you know, to testify from that part of the world. Yes, yes. I saw a couple of videos on YouTube last night. Uh, one video uh, was your TV show where you were interviewing a violinist, and the other video was with you on stage with Hugh Messicala. That was a nice concert. That was really nice. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank very you. nice. That was last year. That was last year when... Um, um, you know, I, I was celebrating. I was celebrating at the growth of jazz because what's happening is that now jazz has grown really big. And we, I, I hosted Hugh Masekela. We, we also had Carl Wallam last year, and uh, that's how I, I got to meet him. And I hosted him also for my TV show. I actually have a TV show that has been running for the last five years here in Uganda. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the whole purpose is to play as, as many as jazz artists as possible to, in order to actually expose jazz to the community as, as much as possible. And this is uh, actually catching on in the, the whole of the East African region. And uh, it's exciting for me because it, it's grown so fast, not only the audience, but also the players. Um, so, yeah, that's the TV show, and I call it Jazz with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And I also go to host um, uh, uh, Hugh Mr. also on it, but he was here particularly for the concert you watched. It was it was amazing. Okay, Ali has a question from the chat room. He wants to know: Is there a, are there a lot of smooth jazz fans in Uganda? Yes, um, there are a lot of smooth jazz fans that have gone here in Uganda. You know, that's on what I just mentioned. And I think that's oh, we just lost him. Oh my goodness. Okay, hopefully he will call back oh, wow. in. Just yeah, we just lost him. So hopefully he'll call back in. I will go to another song um, until he does. This one is called All Year Summer.
right, that was All Year Summer from saxophonist Isaiah Katamwa's brand new release, This Is Me. Isaiah is back. Welcome back, Isaiah. Thank you. Thanks very much. Now, you. Um, you were asked answering um, Ali's question about fans, jazz, smooth jazz fans in Uganda. Um, and I was yes. thinking um, your fans know you as the Kenny G of Africa, and, you know, you really have set the pace there, and uh, you're really the reason why there's so many smooth jazz fans there now. Yeah, well, um, it, I wouldn't say it's only my play. Uh, my, you know, I, I know that I, I, I played it uh, big because uh, it, it's my name that really goes out there when you talk about jazz in this part of the world. But I know that uh, in playing, uh, many of the artists that play, you know, uh, what they do, as I share the music that they play, they, of course the fans also get to relate to that, and they also win their fans. The only reference that they have close to them is, is myself. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. entirely take the whole credit, but it, it's definitely uh, humbling and exciting to see it grow. I must say also about uh, the Kenny G uh, uh, beat is that this part of the world, when I was learning uh it was the only saxophonist that was known to have lived. <laughs> and, uh, because that, that's the music that played in hotels. So that was the closest uh, that ever came. Uh-huh. We didn't have music stores or, uh, or or radio stations or FM radio stations that would play it on radio. So that that's the only artist whose music was played. So that reference, that when you hear a reference of the Kenny G of, of, of sorts, it's in that regard. Okay, got it. Got it. Now, yeah. I have to ask you, um, I read that you shared the stage and open with for, you know, a, a many artists, but one in particular, Miriam Makiba. I have to ask you about that. Yeah. Tell me about that experience. Yeah. I, it was very humbling. Uh, first of all, it was a fast, very fast jazz festival that we put together here in, in Uganda, that was in 2008, um, no, 2007, and um, with the help of different organizations that were putting it together, and when they said they were bringing uh, Mira Makeba, of course, uh, they had to have me as the host of the event, and uh, it was exciting for me, you know. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was unbelievable. And unfortunately, this was 30 days before she passed away. And mm-hmm. and I, I felt like, wow, that was a great honor for me to have shared the stage. with a legendary. Uh, and even when I spoke to him, Sekela, he just kept singing praises of, of Miriam Makeba. I mean, having her, uh, she, she was elderly, she was grown up a bit. And I remember uh, I, I played before I invited her on stage and she had to come a little bit earlier because she was not very well. And But the whole experience was unbelievable. Uh, fantastic energy, uh, just seeing and sharing a stage with a woman known all over the world as Mama mm-hmm. Africa. It was so mm-hmm. humbling. And I think for me, it was, uh, it, 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 it gave me a sense of hope that maybe this is a sign that I'm going somewhere. And of course... <laughs> I was not anywhere to where I am, and uh, and I'm still going into this journey. But at that point, it gave me a very big sense of hope and encouragement. 
Mm. Wow. So it was, it was That's a, awesome. It's such an experience, truly, yes. Yeah, definitely. Now, I've also seen videos of you with Jonathan Butler on stage. How did you meet Jonathan? Yes, uh, I had an opportunity of, uh, of, of, of sharing the stage with Jonathan. I, I, again, Jonathan is one of the musicians that I've also looked up to, especially Jonathan because he's, uh, he, he has a smooth jazz fusion that I, I am passionate about. Uh, okay. He has, of course, he has the, the Christian element to it, and he has the smooth jazz to it, but he also has the African in it, which is for me the, the, the most genuine expression of me, of the real me. And uh, having him headline on a festival last year, which is the biggest festival here in East Africa, um, he, he, he went on stage, he was, well, there are many artists, including Sobata Kichi from England, um, uh, I, I wouldn't remember the, all the names, of, there are about 10 artists from all over the world, and I I performed before Jonathan Butler, and he came on stage. Uh, as he was coming on stage, he, he we met off stage, and he said, "Okay, can you can you join me on stage? You know, can you join me in a song or two? Uh, do you mind?" And, and I said, "Of course, it would be an honor." And I didn't believe it was going to happen because, I, you know, I I take it really in, in high regard. And and he, yeah, in the middle of the, the concert, he said, "Okay, can Isaiah please come join me on stage?" Because the crowd went crazy because this is my part of the world, you know. People mm-hmm. are excited about uh, <laughs> Isaiah, and and for me, it was a, a great experience having uh, share, been entrusted with his stage, you know, and and doing his songs, uh, just fusing together. It was an experience. And 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 such a, a humble person, and and uh, I mean. For, for young musicians, this is how we get to know uh, the personalities that we need to learn from and, and the characters we need to have. And, and for me, there was a lot to learn from Jonathan through that experience. Of course, we shared more uh, because we were both in Kenya. We shared, we were in the same hotel, and we got to talk more and, 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 and share more. It was, it was fantastic, I must say. It was fantastic. Okay. All right. Now, um, I read that you are the founder of Parapanda Music. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Parapanda is one of the, the, the it was a, an initiative uh, mainly to do what Beyond Music is doing right now. Um, I must say, what was Parapanda Music was a label, and this is what Beyond Music is. And I call this Isaac from Beyond Music. My I like to think that my purpose is beyond the music because after playing music, then how can I help the young people who are in the place? And I've, I've mentioned this, I think, before. Uh, as Africans, we have limitations, and I've had to fight a lot of limitations. In fact, I have a saying that I refuse with limitations or circumstances to dictate my future. And I wrap this into the young people who may be in the place that I was a few years ago where you know you're talented, but you don't have opportunities. And uh, so for what I get to, to have, the platforms I get to have, even the resources, the resources I try to help young people. And this is what a Parapanda or Beyond Music is about, uh, encouraging talent. Because when we, when, we, when we grow up, we grew up uh, music was not a career. You would never tell your parent that I want to be a musician. 
so it, we've had to fight to win respect back to actually prove to the community that a musician can actually be a professional, he can actually be articulate, he can be respectable. And uh, this is a program that also goes to in high schools and, and uh, institutions, encouraging young people to be themselves. If you feel you're talented into something, just be it. So, uh, again, more on the musical side, I, 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 um, I mentor young people uh, with what I have. I'm not very uh, educated, educated musically, but I also know that for what I've learned through the journey, I think I have something to share that can help um, one or two people that are talented in, in the same area. So Tarapana is, is, is in regards to that. Of course, where we began, we thought it would be a level that we'll sign young people, but uh, we realized along the way that it's going to be, uh, it, it's going to require more, but what we have can be enough to start somebody off. Okay. Okay. Now, um, there's also a mentorship program that you're involved with. Tell us about that. Yes, actually, this is the mentorship program. It, it turned out to be the mentorship program. Uh, okay. I have put together young musicians across the country uh, who are coming from very unfortunate situations, and uh, some of them are supposed to be in school, but they are not in school, but they're very talented. So I've had to take some of these young people back to school, and I've, I've got to come for them where they stay. And I'm, I'm just saying that I have to lead by example. Uh, and these are people that will also be helpful to other people. I think it's all about giving back and uh, the, the respect and influence that I've managed to obtain in, uh, in Uganda. I try to, to make sure that I influence positively. And it's an opportunity, I think, that we, we, we have to use as, as people of influence. And this is not a culture that we are accustomed to here. So it, it is all a point of having a responsibility that I know I'm on the way. I know I'm trying to get somewhere, but I need to pull someone up as well and also encourage them to have a sense of, of awareness to be able to help another person. Because you just don't know how far uh, that person you're helping can go. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a mentorship program from that angle that it, yes, it's music, but it's also beyond music because, uh, you know, you, most of these people don't have parents. You know, I can I can tell you that, but they're amazing when they get to the instrument and what they sing. They're just awesome. You know, so it, it, it's around that. It's around that. Okay. All right. All right. I want to get in one more song, Isaiah, before we let you go. Um, Oba Singa. Tell me about that one. Well, Oba Singa is one of the tracks. I'm not so excited about it, I must confess. Uh, But people love it. You know, we are a dancing people, this part of the world. We we like rhythms. And um, and, and Oba Singa is one of those tracks that has, you know, it does. You just cannot just speak. Uh, if you're African, there's an African in you. Uh, you want to shake, you want to, you know, swing a little bit. And it's saying that uh, of all the good people, you're better than them. You know, it, it's again, it's a love song, as as themed the the album. And uh, yeah, it's simply that, really. All right, this is Oba Singer. Chicken, 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 chicken
That was Obasenga from Isaiah Kutumwa's brand new CD, This Is Me. So, Isaiah, yes, who are the other artists? Uh, very nice. Who are the other artists working with you on this CD? Um, well, it's my band, and uh, most especially you hear the, the guitar, which is my guitar which I've worked with since 2007, uh, making it about 11 years. She's a guitarist. In artist also grown up into his own rights. Shalma, uh, the bassist, I've also worked with the bassist for a couple of years. Um, the keyboardist as well. So I, I wouldn't say that they are the, the usual suspects or the big names that you would know, but it's my band mm-hmm. here in Uganda, and the, the bassist goes Joshua Terry, Shalma, Mishaga on the guitar. Uh, the keys are done by uh, Andrew. Ahura, uh, so, but also uh, one or two songs I featured my friend uh, Chris Lang on the baritone sax. Uh, that was a song that we played before, and uh, and he also did the harmonica on one of the tracks. I'm sure uh, I don't know whether you you'll play that also the visit, but uh, yeah, he featured a couple of, of, of tracks, and also Derek Bannock, a trumpeter in in in. Uh, in Denver, Colorado, a fantastic okay. friend of mine as well. Okay. Yeah. Good. I think those off all my right. head I can remember yet. Okay. All right. All right, Mike. Do you have any other questions? Uh, no, no questions from me. Um, just uh, liking the music and everything, and glad that uh, you know we we have uh, introduced another artist to the audience and uh, given someone a chance to get exposed to the uh, to a, you know different. Um, different artists and everything because uh we need to introduce more artists to the uh public out here and uh i think that um you know isaiah is a nice artist that you know fans can kind of get into and especially with the with with the fact that he you know is into the mentoring as well because um the youth is the future and uh, i'm glad that you are mentoring these young uh, kids and uh with Mm -hmm. music and things like that because that's such a positive thing we need that definitely Yes, for sure. Thank you, thank for sure. All right, Isaiah, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, on social media, my name is Isaiah Katumwa. That's I S A I A H Katumwa. If you can like my page uh, on Twitter, it is Isaiah Katumwa. You can visit my website, Isaiah Katumwa dot com. Sorry, that's Isaiah Katumwa dot com. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Isaiah dot Katumwa. Um, I think that's about it. In Uganda, okay. we don't. I don't think we have an, enough of the social media platforms that you have in in the states. If we have the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and my website, IsaiahKatumwa.com, it actually answers everything, and, and you can be able to contact me directly or um, anything like that. And okay. I want okay. to thank you, thank you for the opportunity, and and um, I think it was awesome. And a good honor for me to, to actually be on your show. Thank you. Well, no, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you, um, you know, coming on and telling us about yourself and your music. Um, the CD, This Is Me, is available on CD Baby and Amazon.co.uk as well. Uh, are you on iTunes? Yes, it is on iTunes as well. Yes. Okay. All right, good. Good. All right. And his last name is spelled K A T U M W A. 
So just for reference there. All right. Well, thank you, Isaiah. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Isaiah. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And hopefully you can make it back to the States as well. We would love to see you in the States. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yes. Definitely. I'll be back. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, and you have a great great evening. It's, what, almost midnight there? <laughs> thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you're, that. You're thank you so it. much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that was saxophonist Isaiah Katumwa. His brand-new CD is called This Is Me. Check him out on Facebook, and his website is IsaiahKatumwa.com. All right, thanks to Joe from Germany, Ali J. Thank you all for hanging out, the guests as well. Uh, Mike, we have a few seconds left, a few minutes left. Do you have anything to add? No, nothing to add. No. All right, then. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. I'm going to close the show with another song. This is called Mapenzi, M-A-P-E-N-Z-I. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.